evening, everyone, and welcome to this, the Legion Myth Weekly live stream. Episode number 155 on the 24th of March, 2018. Ever since they nailed that guy to the cross, guys, that's where we're keeping track. So now, thank you everyone for coming. It is your host, Alex Garthon Marsh, and with me as always is Brett Heathen Dog Grissomer. Hello, everyone. I hope we find you well. Yes, indeed. It's been a long 2018 years, that's all I'm saying. It has. There's been some neat stuff that happened, though. Yeah. Like railways. Those were kind of cool. Those huh? were nice. Huh? It was a little clinchy in the middle of Oof. Dark Ages. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you know. But it wasn't yeah. dark all over, you know. No, no. 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 Colonnade Station just, was pretty good. Just, you know, just where most of our genetic ancestry is Well, from. you know. Yeah. 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 Like all of yours. Yeah, pretty much all of mine. <laughs> like you, 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 you got a little, little engine in you. I got, I got all German and French. And, ugh. <laughs> hey, the the French have a long and beautiful culture of art and symmetry and music and surrendering to the Germans and they, being tools. <laughs> well, they do have a long tool. history of being tools. Yes. Yes. But you know what? No one's better at being a tool than the French. That's true. That's true. If you're going to be a tool, then be the best tool in the box. Honestly, and so the times when you're a tool, I could tell you are the best. <laughs> All right. That's a gift. That's a gift. That's a compliment. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. Ah, oh, we use our eyes. All right. Now that we've insulted a whole country, let's go on with our segments. <laughs> Uh, this week, Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dogma RPG Fundamentals is going to talk the Palladium RPG system. Yes. Just like the, the general. All of them. Not Palladium Fantasy, take... but all of it's it. It's going to take me a lot. It's going to take about six and a half hours, but I got them all lined up, stacked right here. <laughs> I have a stack of Palladium books like that. Like... <laughs> it's at least 12 books. Uh, wait, Turtles counts too. 14 yep. books. 15. There you go. Got to count Transdimensional. It's a good book. Anyway, uh, in Garthon's comic poll, we got X-Men number 24. Well, X-Men gold. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows number 17. And Avengers number 685 with some Hulk-on-Hulk Hulk action. Ooh, Ooh. Saucy. And in the RNG, we're going to talk about the Wii Virtual Console shutdown. Uh, if you're watching this two days from when this airs, you're kind of hosed, kids. Um, to get in on that virtual console action, such as it is. So, be current, be timely, take advantage of this now, and we'll talk about that at the very end. There you go. Alright, so, let's talk about our disclaimer. Mm. The opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator, and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasions of foul or even offensive language. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. Make sure to buy our sponsors. <laughs> so. This had to go Ferengi at the end, didn't you? <laughs> oh, he was sitting on my desk said, you know, telling me all sorts of things. <laughs> buy our breakfast cereal. Have you considered the exciting possibilities of opening your own interstellar franchise? You could get it on the ground floor. So... <laughs> Uh, please be sure to like, follow, subscribe, and comment. Let us know how comment. we're doing. Very important. Comment. You. You. Yeah. 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 All tab back. There you go. Comment. And don't comment that I forced you to all tab back. Just uh, comment regularly. 
Yeah, once you get through all the pages of uh, illicit materials, make sure you come back to us. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> there you go. All right. As always, you can like, subscribe, and comment. You can follow us on Twitch, on YouTube, Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, tweet us at Legion of Myth, on our Discord page, through our Steam group, through, through Facebook Messenger, and get the audio version through SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, and find podcast aggregators everywhere. Yes. We'll talk more about that later. It's important. You know, take notes. Big time. If you want to support the Legion of Myth, you do. No. It can be done. Through many things, including Patreon. No. Bad friend. Yes, through Streamlabs. Direct through PayPal. He heard funds. He was very excited. <laughs> uh, get your gear at shop.spreadshirt.com or cheering through Twitch. Example, Cheer 100. Great job, guys. This is the most versatile method of watching live. It's true. That's what it says right there. I don't it's, think. I'm, I'm reading as well. I mean, Whoever I typed that wouldn't lie about that. Okay. Feelings come and go. Latin is forever. All right. So now, everyone, let's join together in the knowledge we will gain to bring the universe together in the one system to rule them all. Possibly. He the dogs, tabletop game fundamentals, the Palladium role-playing system. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Gartha, very much for the introduction. Uh, now, the the picture you have right here is the Palladium Roleplay System. It became later known as Palladium Fantasy because it's a, you know, D&D &D era type system. But uh, I just use this picture because, well, it's the Palladium Roleplaying game. That's I like mean, the original so, picture. That's the first edition revised. I, I couldn't find a good... I'll get, I'll get to that. Uh, let's, uh, let's see some of the particulars about uh, Palladium. Uh, the first edition of the Palladium RPG came out in 1983. Pictured here is the first edition revised, came out in 84. I could not find a good picture of the of the regular first edition, which is basically the same, except it doesn't say revised on it. So, yeah, good enough. Uh, publisher for all the books you're gonna you're gonna hear about today are is Palladium books. The prices, uh, if you want to get the core books on PDF, you can get them for between 15 and 20 dollars. Uh, all of the ancillary books. Uh, extra books, you know, for, you know, extra source book stuff. You can get them for some of them as low as $4.99. Uh, if you want the physical copies, you can go to eBay for $25 to $50 ranging. Or you can go to the Palladium website itself and you can get it for $24.99 to $41.99. And Sounds get it like right it's now. overall cheaper to get them directly from Palladium. Overall cheaper, but uh, some of the ones that are $41.99 on the Palladium website, you can get for $25 on eBay. But... Brand new, used, brand new, used. It's all up to you. It's how you want to roll. That's it. All right. Let's go into all the flavors we got here. Now, ever since uh, uh, the Palladium Fantasy, of uh, the originally called Palladium Role-Playing Game, came out, and it was a hit, they decided, well, let's let's diversify. Let's go all out. Well, we got, the high we got the high fantasy with Palladium, which now, that's that is the top left, is the current... Uh, picture, uh, fan Palladium Fantasy role-playing game. And we got present-day stuff, like uh, uh, Ninjas and Super Spies, where you can actually be Batman. No superpowers, nothing, just lots of skill and lots of money. You can do that. You can be a Batman. Or if you want to play superheroes, we have Heroes Unlimited, where you get superpowers and magic and psionics, and but it's based in present-day. Or if you want to be an anthropomorphic animal, you can get Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You don't have to be just a turtle or a rat. Or a warthog or whatever. Yeah, you, that's when you're going to have to buy off eBay because they don't sell that anymore. They lost yeah, that yeah, license. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, but uh, excellent game. They, they can. I believe they still sell it on their website. They they're might have old to, copies. Or yeah. Something. They're, they're, well, the, the the PDF version they're allowed to play this oh, one. Okay. So yeah, I just don't see a lot of print already, new stuff. Right. Right. This can't print out anything new. Uh, if you want magic? Well, we got Nightbane. Nightbane is a is a uh, present day magic. It's kind of dark. It's a little little dark. So be be warned on that one. Or if you want post apocalyptic dystopian future with high tech and high magic, well, there's Rifts. And wow, they hit the mother load with Rifts. Rifts is far and away their bestseller. Yeah, that's true. It has so many source books, so many ancillary books, and they all sell like hotcakes because Rifts is literally something for everybody. But that's not what we're getting into today. Today we're going into the general basics of what they all have in common. You, now, you didn't mention one of my favorite systems, so I have to mention it. Which is what? Beyond the Supernatural. Beyond the Supernatural. Okay, yeah, that that, that would fall into the magic in the current day magic category. Yes, but Beyond the Supernatural was if uh, if I was going to say that the Secret World role playing game was based off of a pen and paper RPG, it would be Beyond would the Supernatural. Be Okay. Yes. Beyond the Supernatural actually came with like a fake newspaper, and every article in the newspaper was a printed module or a story oh. hook. So just brilliant stuff. Cool. Just had to mention that, sorry. Well, that's fine. Thank you. Now, uh, when I Rifts. say all the same system, they have all the same rules. If you know how to play one game, you can play any of their games, any of them because they all basically have the same stuff. They have dedicated conversion books, especially with Rifts. Mostly of them are Rift-centric because Rifts is their most popular. So you can take any character from any of their games and port them to any other, especially Rifts, because they have a book dedicated for converting all of their systems to Rifts. But even if you don't have that book, like say you want to go from Robotech to uh, Ninjas, Ninjas and Super Spies, that can happen with a, just a small bit of tweaking and you'll run exactly the same. Very yeah, true. Exactly the same. Or if you want, if you want to go, go nutters and, uh, and have heroes unlimited, uh, be, have the, your hero be uh, time traveled back to palladium fantasy, just plug and play. You can do it. You can rule them like a King. Exactly. <laughs> Depending on what powers you had. I don't know. You, you could be screwed like uh, like super friends, Aquaman. I breathe water and talk to fish. Yeah. Well, you know, he Aquaman did actually flood the entire West Coast of the United States once. Hey, not in the Super Friends cartoon. Yes, in the Super Friends cartoon. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he got a bunch of whales to all flat. There was, someone caused a bunch of fires of the whole West Coast of North America, so he got a oh, bunch wow. of whales to flap their tails at the same time to put it out, which turned the whole place into a swamp, which was actually all a plot by some aliens to take over the Earth to, to make their climate like theirs. So... Part of their plot was to count Aquaman being stupid enough to do that. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. So even when he was successful, he was still a chump. He was just—he was a chump. Exactly right. All right, let's uh, let's go and see if they really are the same. Now, go ahead and make this uh, full screen so everyone can read this character sheet. This is a uh, character sheet from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, let's look at it. We got name, occupation, alignment, hit points. Uh, all of the stats are in the middle, and uh, let's see—you got age sex and weight over there too you have scholastic skills which are primary skills secondary skills below that's combat web proficiencies okay okay all right now let's look at the next one this one's for heroes unlimited 
that looks remarkably similar. You got name, occupation, alignment, hit points, uh, all the stats, their skills are the same, combat, weapon. Oh, yep, yep, that's pretty much pretty the same much looking same, character yeah. sheet, too. Yeah. Well, let's go to the next one. This no, one's for No Rifts. mutation origin, but they have super abilities. Well, they have super abilities, exactly. Let's go to the next one, Rifts. Uh, well, this one looks a little stylized. A lot, lot, a lot busier. Yeah, it's a lot busier. The saving throws are that... right there on front. Exactly. Saving throws in the front, and the combat skills have been risen to the front, but well, the stats are in the same place. Hit but... points in the same place. Weapon proficiency is in the same place. Skills, secondary skills, they're all still there. Especially right. slash skills slash powers. Right. Yeah, let's let's try one more. Let's try one more. Palladium Fantasy. Now, uh, each each of these character sheets is tailored to whatever class you are. So... There's that. But you still have the saving throws up front and the combat in the same spot as Rifts. But, yep, there's the there's the hit points and alignment and stats and skills and secondary skills, weapon proficiencies. And, yeah, yeah I mean, yep. they're all they're all they're all the same. Yeah, pretty much tiny yeah, minor can, differences. Yeah, just uh, it seems like a thematic and, uh, you know, artistic differences license you know stuff like that yeah okay so uh, all the character sheets can easily pour over we learned that one that's good that's pretty okay neat. so let's go to the basic character creation what do all those things mean all right well first we'll do with the stats now rolling stats is uh, a lot like uh, a lot like a DD or DD second edition you roll 3d6 now in in dungeons and dragons they had options where you roll you can roll 4d6 drop the lowest one you can roll uh you can have a uh, a pro a pool you where you roll an array, you could do all yeah, sorts roll of array, stuff. Yeah, roll an array, stuff like that. This one is a little different. You roll 3d6. If you roll a 16, 17, or 18, you roll an extra d6 and add that together, and that's your stat. Which you is roll from cool. top to bottom. Yeah, you roll from top to bottom, and the stats go in that order. Boom, 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 boom. Now, most, most game masters allow you, if you have a character concept in mind, they allow you to assign stats where they would fit your character concept. But that's that's a house rule. That's not the rule it goes to. Now, if you if you look at the attribute bonus chart down here, uh, whatever you roll, if it's a 16 or higher, you get bonuses because you are considered exceptional. Well, uh, for IQ, you get a one-time bonus to all all of your skills, from one-time bonus of two percent to a one-time bonus of 16 percent at the highest end. Uh, and he is uh, mental endurance. Yep. This is you know how how tough, you know, how tough you are. Um, Enduring mental go. torture. Being exactly. able to grit or, your teeth and mentally go on. Willpower. Or, or if someone's making you watch the the last Transformers movie over and over and over again, will you crack? Will you not? I don't know. Let's roll. Uh, your your ME is going to help you with that, with a save versus insanity. And then after that is your MA, which is your uh, mental af affinity. Uh, allows you to trust or, or intimidate someone. This is your natural ability. Now, if you have a skill like seduction or uh, bribery or whatever, you know, the, uh, you know that, that will trump your natural ability because the, that'll be your training. And then you have your physical strength, which uh, increases hand-to-hand -hand combat damage, your physical prowess, which is your hand-eye coordination and general dexterity. This will help you in parry and dodging and hitting. Yep. Hitting things, yeah. Then your physical endurance, PE, uh, this uh, higher, you get exceptional in this, you get saves versus coma, death, you save versus magic and poison. If there's magic in your campaign, there's poison in every campaign. And then your physical beauty. Uh, this is your basic charm and impress. Again, like I said, uh, skills like seduction will trump this. Usually they'll be higher. Unless you have like a physical beauty of 30, then I wouldn't get a skill 
I just use the 92% chance of succeeding. I just use that all day. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Now, what else we have? Oh, yeah. Op- occupational character classes. Wait, speed. These are your you forgot classes. speed. Oh, speed. Well, it's just it's just your ability to run. I mean, your, your, your speed right. times 20 is a number of feet that you can – uh, that you can uh, move in a round. Right. Just from natural Pokemon. Yeah. But it's a yeah, stat. Just, yeah, it's a stat. It has no it has no bonus. That's just the way it is. Just it's always awesome that. when you're rolling stats in order and get a super high speed and you just look go, yay. Yay, I'm yay. a track star, baby. Yay. With a strength of three. Woo. <laughs> All right, but occupational character classes. Now, they're different for each game, but they're still interchangeable. You can still plug and play. I mean... Uh, for a no magic world like Robotech or Ninjas and Super Spies, uh, let's say in, in Robotech you are a Veritech fighter pilot and you get dumped into a low magic world of Heroes Unlimited. Well, mm. do you have your Veritech with you? I hope so. If you do, you can still use it until the, the power source runs out because... Yeah. Until the protoculture limited. runs out, then you're kind of host. Yeah. yeah, Heroes Unlimited doesn't have any protoculture, but... Well, yeah, Heroes okay. Unlimited would, but like played in Fantasy wouldn't. Oh, playing fantasy would definitely not. Yeah, there's no way. And uh, if you're in a low magic would. world, that'd be an interesting quest. Sorry. Actually, there, there, there's some stuff about Ritz I want to talk. About. Anyway, uh, if you're in Heroes Unlimited, and uh, it's a low magic world where they have magic and they have they have psionics stuff like that, but they're they're at a, a much lower level than say the high magic world, which is Rifts. You get you get uh, dumped over in the Rifts Earth, and suddenly your little pew pew. Uh, you know, mental mental attack now can level a building. You're like, what the what? Because this is a, now a high magic world and everything is affected, including superpowers. Mm-hmm. That's why they made the Rips conversion book because Rips is so much so so overpowered compared to everything else. So overpowered, you have to. They, they made a book to help you convert special cases because there are so many of them. Yeah, because you could take a care uh, a Veritech from Robotech and you will not be hurting anything in Rips without a conversion. Well you'll be hurting some stuff. I mean you you, you still do the you still do the proper damage. But yeah, they, they got lots of lots better stuff in Rips than your Veritech. Well no, the the, the Veritech uh, is a little faster. A guy with magnets in his head is better than your Veritech. Oh stop it. It's not that bad. Anyway. Oh yeah shall I get the books? Stop it. Skills <laughs> All right, now, it's a percentile system, if you didn't gather that from the IQ bonus. It's a percentile system from, you know, I don't have the skill, which is zero, to 98%. Now, I got an asterisk on the 98, because uh, there's at least one, one system, Heroes Unlimited, that has an occupational character class that can have a skill above 98%. Now, a 99 and a 100, if you roll that, is still a failure, but... Uh, this padding, let's say uh, he has 110% in this skill. A 99 and 100 is still a failure, but if he has any minuses because of environment or poor equipment or you know a bug in his ear or whatever, uh, all these minuses take away from the, from the 110 or 115 first. So let's say uh, you are an expert beer pong player. So much so, you've dedicated your entire life to it. You have 120% in playing beer pong. And you've wasted your life. Probably have, yes. But it's the last game of the night, and obviously you're drunk. You're at minus 40% to play beer pong. Now, a regular beer pong player maxes out at 98. He's going to be rolling 58%. But you, my friend, 
you have a 120. So we minus 40% from that 120. You're still rolling 80%, baby. You have a much better chance to win. Yeah. That'd be clutching the world, high ta- high stakes world of beer pong. Exactly. Now, each uh, each OCC has a primary or a scholastic, depending on, uh, it, it, depend- it depends on what's called, depending on the system, but the same thing. They're your primary skills. They are based on your occupational character class. All right. And they, everyone in that class gets the same skills. All right. And you have, then you have your secondary skills. Now, the amount of secondary skills and how quickly you gain them through leveling uh, is also based on your OCC, but you get to choose from the list. This is where you get to flesh out your character. Now, the examples I'm giving you right here are from the Cyber Knight OCC in Rifts. Now, as you can see, he gets literacy, uh, speaking, uh, American and Dragonese slash elf, uh, two other languages of choice, anthropology, blah, blah. And you see most of them have a bonus because he was professionally trained in these skills. He gets a one-time bonus when he when he creates his character to these skills on top of his, if he has exceptional IQ. Now his secondary skills, he gets to select six from a, a pre-generated list. These do not get a, a, a parenthetical bonus because these were his side skills. This was stuff he learned on his own or he got a, a non-professional trainer to, to teach him. So he gets it at the, at the skills base, which is anywhere from five to 50, depending on the skill. And as you level up, you get uh, all of your skills get go up by a certain percentage point to a maximum, like I said, of 98. Now, after that, we have alignments. Now, in this game, uh, they, they took alignments a different way. There's the blanket good, selfish, and evil. There's no neutral. The, 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 the creator of the game did not believe in neutral alignment, so it doesn't have that. Your, your good alignments are separated into two subcategories, principled and scrupulous. Principled, uh, you could think of as your basic, classic, run-of-the-mill paladin. Lawful good. Every law is there for a reason. You follow it, or there will be chaos, and you always help those in need, and, and, uh, ha- and being good is its own reward, and you know, tote the flag of ultimate goodness. Then there's scrupulous. You're like, yeah, Laws are great. Everyone needs them. And you should always help someone in need, but those jaywalking laws are kind of dumb. I don't really follow those. Those don't seem like earth shattering things, but still basically you're a super good guy. Then you go into your selfish alignments and unprincipled. This is, I care about me and mine. Okay. Me and people that I care about. That's who I'm with. I don't care about anybody else. This is like a, a Han Solo type character and in, in, in a new hope, you know, this is where he starts off. He eventually gets to scrupulous, but he starts off as unprincipled. Like he cares about him. He cares about Chewie. He cares about his ship, everything else, breaking laws. Someone has to die like, like, uh, like Greedo. Fine. Whatever. All right. He has a, he has a code of honor, but it's mostly based around him. Right. Then so there's the anarchist. So he starts unprincipled, then goes scrupulous and finishes skewered. <laughs> finishes skewered by his Sorry. own kid. Yep. And then there's anarchist. Anarchist is only out for him or herself. That's it. There, there is no, where's the unprincipled can, can take in family or friends and care about them as well. Nope. The anarchists don't care about any of that. Laws are for suckers. I'm, I'm in it for me and that's it. And then you get your evil. Now, of course, evil has the most variables because evil is, you know, has many facets. So we got your basic one of them miscreant, which is your career criminal. You know, uh, 
he you know, he's out for himself like you know most like like the selfish but he's in it for money if you gotta die then hey you gotta die laws whatever don't care you know i'm in it to get rich i'm, I'm in it to better myself and if, if i have to step on your face then i'll gladly step on your face yeah mainly you're just a jerk Mainly you're just a jerk. And then it goes to the other end of the scale, which is diabolic. Diabolic is your... What about aberrant? You missed aberrant. Well, uh, aberrant is a gray area that I didn't want to really... I want to go straight to diabolic. This is like, you know, Dr. Evil, you know, uh, the Emperor in Star Wars, or if you want to get very comedic and mostly failure, Skeletor. You know, they have a grand plan, and it involves stepping on a lot of skulls, and they're completely cool with that. They're evil because they enjoy being evil. Yes, they're evil because they enjoy being evil. The more evil they are, the better they enjoy it. And their main goal is to put everyone under their boot heel. That's that's what they do. Yep. They love it. Yep. Okay, now we'll go to the basic combat mechanics. All right, now now this this is where it differs from, from uh, almost every other system I play. Uh, the initiative, it's a basic roll. Roll d20, highest one wins. If you tie, the people who tied roll off. Then the highest one goes right before the other one. Now, uh, some skills and abilities can can add or subtract from this role. Like uh, in Heroes Unlimited, there's a power uh, enhanced physical prowess that gives you an issue bonus. And uh, in Rifts, there you can have uh, um, ocular implants or hearing implants that give you an issue bonus. But mostly, it's a straight up roll d20 because there's no actual stat that gives you a bonus to initiative. Now, rolling to hit, this is where it gets cool. Rolling to hit is the same in all the systems. A one through four is a miss. A five through 20 is a hit. That's it. That makes it simple. Absolutely simple. Now, don't worry, the, the defender who's on the who's on the opposite end of this, wow, that's gonna hit a whole lot uh, schematic uh, scheme. He has a lot of, he has a lot of uh, options. He can dodge, he can parry, he can block, he can do. There's all kinds of stuff that, that, uh, that, that you can do to mitigate or uh, completely, you know, negate right. a person's attack on you. Or even, even if you hit, if it doesn't mean you'll pierce their armor. Exactly. You know, if you hit, it doesn't mean they won't dodge. If you hit, it doesn't mean you won't do enough damage to get through their armor. If you hit, it doesn't mean you hit well enough to bypass their armor completely. Stuff like that. All right. Now, it, it, uh, I didn't get into those mechanics because those get more game specific. They do. You know, like, yes. uh, like uh, uh, Palladium Fantasy and Heroes Unlimited, Ninjas and Super Spies, they have the armor rating mechanic, where in Rips, they don't. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now that is that is it. But what I what I'm going to do now is I'm going to pick three systems, three specific Palladium systems in the coming weeks, to to get a more in depth uh, fundamentals view into. Now, if you want to choose these systems, you can. You can leave a comment in YouTube. You can, uh, if you're watching on Twitch right now, you can throw it up in Twitch right now. Uh, the the most uh, the most comments wins hopefully it's hopefully it's not going to be skewed like uh like it's going to be rips it's probably going to be rips <laughs> rips is probably well, going to win is good rips is good yeah rip, rip, but it's good i mean it's 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 the most overpowered so if if you're a if if you're a gamer that loves just blowing everything up with one pew pew pull of a trigger rips is for you rips is you good yeah, uh, yeah i mean uh, we'll talk about the different systems later, but all the systems right. have their merits. Heroes Unlimited, yes, especially do. with the uh, expansion book, is a great system. Yes, uh, the the villains and the and the powers and stuff like that. 
you know the, yep. the the powers book the villains book it gives you a wide a wide uh yeah nope, wider array. i'm doing it nope i'm doing it nope sorry but yeah, yeah there's a lot of really systems that any of them would be worth talking about yes any of them would. turtles is a great system. please please Super put a comment below uh vote for your system and i will review it if you don't vote it can't win that's true you might get lucky and i pick it but oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. yeah all right. Well, thank you, Heathen Dog. As always, like, subscribe, comment, do that, and check out more Heathen Dogma. Heathen Dog's on YouTube. It's amazing how he did that. Uh, oh, you, can, cool. you can check out his anime and RPG segments, his team-ups in Warframe and Star Trek Online with that hip Garthon cat. Uh, currently in Warframe, we're still trying to... A lot of ways we're trying to figure out the systems still, but we are powering up, going places, saving the world. Or Tenno's. Saving being you know, I just yes, being tennis. I just realized something. Is the chat up? Uh, maybe. I don't think it is. Yes, it is. Well, let me let me type something in and see what happens. I just did. All right. Oh, yay! Okay, it is up. All right. And oh, the uh, right. you can also check out his past streams with Star Trek Online, where it's bug fast and cool, going through the whole game, showing you can do it for free and have a great time. Uh, Monopoly Plus, mm -hmm. this war of mine, which has some really exciting ups and downs. A great, great ending to that. But in the end, man, complete victory. Complete victory, complete even victory. with the millstone of Anton around his neck. Exactly, Anton the the albatross. <laughs> oh my god. Right and also, you guy. can check out the the dark, disturbing games, Amnesia, Dark Set, Amnesia uh, Machine for Pigs. Yeah, Outlast and Outlast Whistleblower. Those were no joke either. And <laughs> all and the, and those those last four were thanks to Baldahar. Thanks and as Baldahar. always, you can check out him streaming Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard, 9 Eastern, Overlord. Last week yes. wasn't Overlord. It was uh, AAA, yeah, it was where AAA. the... Oh. <laughs> uh, May the Germans reign for a thousand years. Well, that's what happened in your game. <laughs> they should never have been able to take Moscow. It's just, they just... Blah, I don't know this. how that happened. I don't know how that happened. Well... This uh, Russia round. dropped the ball on that one. Uh, well, yeah. It, I know how they did it. They couldn't roll over a two. That's how they did it. You know, they attacked at every roll. Wow, oh, look, I'm rolling nine dice. Oh, look, eight of them hit on two. Eight of them were once. They're like, oh. What? No, that's not. It's crazy. Uh, Duncan I says just finished a Foundry Round tab. Basically outlined the next series for for security missions, Romulans, and Dominion. Ooh. Probably Jagoro style character, but a Jem Hadar. A Jem Hadar Okay, number one, there are no Jem Hadar females. Do not try and introduce a Jem Hadar female. I will shut you down. There's not Jem Hadar females? None. That That's canon. That's DS9 canon. That is true. That's canon. Well, it could be a male Jagoro at every, like... No, no, because they're also they're also sexless, so a male Jagoro can't ruin other people's lives. He can by being friends with them. All of her friends live. It's it's people who get involved with their person, like relationship wise. That's true. Get bummed. I'm not judging. Like I'm not, not, I'm not, not in the good way. I'm not a judge McJudgerson like Heathen Dog. Well, I judge all, right. all of it. But thank you, Heathen Dog, very much. You're welcome. Moving on, let's talk about comic books, baby. I press play. You're supposed to play. All right, Garthon's comic pull. Got the Pulse Comics reason. See, personal, going through process of personal revelation and explosion. See, that's like Jagoro, personal revelation. Okay. No, so, you didn't say anything about sex, but you said like Jagoro, and Jagoro's a girl, so. Anyway, in Garthos Comics, first we're going to talk about X Men Gold, number 24. 
written by Mark Guggenheim. Artist is, I'm going to say Tony Silas. Colors yep. by Arif Prianto and Marcio Menez. Cover by David Akiyama. I kind of like the cover. I don't love it. I kind of like it's it. It's very stylized. I'll give it that. All right. I'm not, I'm not sure I like the orange jumpsuits and the orange background. Well, that's because they're in prison. I know, but it just it kind of hurts my eyes. It's, a lot it's, of the, it's the aesthetic. It's all right. Yeah. So it definitely jumps on. If you're passing a comic rack, it definitely jumps out. Yeah, yeah, you see it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a traffic cone. I mean, it you're is. seeing that thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. So after the events of some jerk senator constantly messed with the X Men, uh, the X Men went and uh, basically threatened her. She called the co- and said, "Hey, you pulled crap again. We'll be back." She called the cops on the X-Men for doing that. Uh, and that's after they saved her life, by the way. Wow. Well, they did that, and then Mesmero went, and basically they fought Mesmero off to get, her, get him away from the senator. And then Mesmero left, and... More, they got jumped by more bad guys. Like, oh, let's get them. Oh, no, it's Omega Red. Oh, no, it's all these people. Ah! And you're kind of thinking, that sounds really off. That's yeah. not... Or yeah, they were beating up cops. Uh, Mesmero mind control to make oh, them. Oh, mind control them. Oh, okay, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just just didn't control them, just said, that's not a cop. That's Omega Red. Oh, we must beat them up. Yeah, they beat the snot out of a bunch of cops. And then, right, then. when the, they got the mind control released, they could say, we were mind controlled. And they went, yeah, we don't care. Uh, Welcome sure, to prison. Whatever. Get in your hole. And later it was revealed that the senator who they were saving from Mesmero had paid off Mesmero to pretend to attack her. Of course. <laughs> the senator is a giant evil douche. Um, she's like the Kai Wynn of the X-Men comics. Oh, ouch. Yeah, she's pretty bad. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, they went, they went to prison. Last issue, they dealt with the typical ultra stereotype prison yard situation uh they met up with callisto their old former leader of the morlocks buddy he's like hey you gotta watch out for this place and i don't like you people and then some other giant person came over was like hey i'm the king of this here courtyard and this issue she's like i'm the king of this courtyard and they're like that's fine we don't care like i'm gonna Mm -hmm. kick your asses everyone's gonna respect me more and they're like dude you don't want to do this no what's going down and, uh, but they the, got the inhibitor collars on, though, right? So everyone just... has inhibitor collars. But here's the thing. This person might be tough. These people have been trained in combat ever since they were teenagers. Mm. And not to mention, uh, two of them they were trained are. as ninjas. All right, two of them were trained as ninjas. Yeah, so inhibitor collars doesn't really mean much when you talk about it like that. Yeah, Shadowcat and uh, Phoenix are both trained ninjas. So, yeah, you're going to get your butts whooped, which I give him credit. Happens like within four panels. Just kabam, just beat the crap of these people instantly. Mm-hmm. And then, then, of course, the guards are like, whoa, they attacked us first. Like, we don't give a crap. You're all going to the solitary. It's like, all right, whatever. Um, while that's going on, the uh, the more interesting story is that the character who first attacked in the Uncanny Avengers, uh, the inhuman guy with plant control powers, who mm-hmm. is also Synapse's father, or grandfather? Grandfather. Um, he comes back, 
And he starts using his plants to attack the, uh, New York City. He's about to destroy Manhattan with his super evil plants. And they're like, oh, last time we used this serum from Cable to take him down. No problem. And it doesn't work. He's like, I adapted to that. Don't be an idiot. Plants, plants can adapt quickly. Mm. They're like, oh, this sucks. Uh, but one of them, who's actually like a medical student, goes, hey, the uh, the scans I'm getting on this actually... Because they try burning the plants. that Nothing works. And they figure out that the plants are actually... They're not normal. They're basically plant cancer and they figure out going back and forth with like their scientist buddies and all that back thing that the dude has near lethal cancer sure and his powers are reflecting that by doing that oh so he he's creating cancer plants because he has cancer right okay and he can't even control it at this point so he's like you know so- the world, the world is evil and corrupt anyway, and they're destroying all the beautiful plants in the world. So death to everyone. I'm dying. So anyway. I'm going to put the whole bunch of cancer plants in the world. That's right. Cool. Everyone dies. I don't care. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, he's a villain. Okay. And they're trying to figure out ways to deal. Eventually, they figure out you. Know, Chemo. Well, yeah, they have to shoot with a bunch of radiation guns. So it's his powers that are actually partly killing him. Mm-hmm. He can't get treatment because of his powers. Okay. So, Roy figures out so it's like, hey, you know, we can help. He's like, no one can help me. You know, blah, blah. He's like, no, I can. And she ends up like taking his powers because that's her power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She doesn't have cancer. She's fine. Yeah, and yeah. She she's able like, to control the evil cancer plants to go, oh, wait, I don't want to be evil anymore. And she makes them go away. And. Oh, she didn't turn them into like, you know, cherry blossom trees or whatever? That'd no, cool. she just tried to. She was. She said it was like the amount of power that I had was insane because he actually could like destroy because in the previous iteration of him, he actually was taking out cities. So he's mm-hmm. mega powerful. OK, so she could barely control the powers. Like, oh, he's just trying to he's just trying to hold on and make it go away. And so this guy could go get treatment and be helped and stuff and maybe not be a douche who wants to kill the world. One thing at a time. Sure, sure. Um, Baby it, steps. Book ends with uh, Storm getting thrown into the hole. And she's like, no, I can't. I can't take small spaces. No, which is a rarely used character trait of hers. But it's been there since yeah, the 60s. Yeah, you don't hear about that a whole lot. Yeah, it's it's lore, though. It's been with her character for a very long time. Mm. Not the 60s, 70s? Whenever she was introduced. It's been there for a very long time. And that's where the book ends. So was it any good? Well, let's talk about it. We are. Mm. The writing was okay. Nothing made me go, yeah, best book ever. There's some, I thought there were some neat things. I liked... It, not just punching the bad guy. Maybe there's hope for him. Maybe not. It was neat to see the guy come back. Um, I liked how the prison yard fight was was not a protracted Accurate. event. <laughs> it was like, Accurate. yeah, it's like we've been fighting since we were teenagers. You really, we've even without powers, we could whoop you. Yeah. You really don't want to do this. And you know, so there's some, some good writing going on there. Good. The art's not bad. Not the best ever. Uh, Tony Science does a solid job. Uh, does not look like the cover, of course, different artist, but does a very solid job. I had no problems with it. A uh, little stylized, but but very workable. So this is a good but not great comic. And are my hotkeys not working? My hotkeys are not working. Why is that not working? Um. All right. Well. Oh, that's why they're not working. Because I had to reinstall everything. Yes. All right. He reinstalled his operating system, people. I had to reinstall everything. So, so just because I don't 
have those loaded up right now. They'll be back next week. Sorry, people. I'm going to give this three and a half stars. Three and a half? Three and a half. I really enjoyed right. it. It could have been a ton better. Well, a little. It could have been better. It definitely wasn't a four-star book. But three and a half, it's it's above average. Three right. and a half? Yeah, yeah. That was good with three and a half. Okay. Yeah. All right, next up. The Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows, number 17. Written by Jody Hauser, art by Nathan Stockman, colors by Ruth Redmond, cover by Ryan Stakeman and Brian Ruber. The Amazing Spider-Man comic that used to be good up until a few episodes ago. Yeah, I will say this. Jody Hauser as a writer has gotten better uh, as finding a rhythm with characters. The mm-hmm. art sucks. Oh. Um, I shouldn't even say it sucks. It's just, it's not good. I don't like it. Um, everything seems kind of stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the characters always have like a deformed style to them most of the time. Uh, some things just don't like that look like they're not really lazy. Like in one scene, Peter Parker's eating a bunch of noodles and the noodles are just written as like a blob that got colored in. The colorist did more job on the noodles than the artist. All right. Nice. The colorist saved it to make it look like noodles. Okay. Thank you, Ruth Redmond. But yeah, the art is just so not doing it for me in this book. Okay. Um, the art on the cover isn't great and it's twice as good as the art in the book. Oh, wow. Um, that said, I like the characters that are generally going on. I generally like this plot. The plot in this one is she's in a new school. Peter Parker, her dad, has become uh, one of her teachers. She's all kind of butthurt about that. Last issue, she goes to the drama department, and she finds these two people. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Back up, back up. How is Peter Parker qualified to be a professor at a college? Because he has a doctorate degree in physics. No, it's not college. It's high school. Wait, wait. I thought, I thought oh, she was Oh, she's going... 18, so he has college. Yeah, it's got to be college. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He does? Even even in this universe? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Doctor I thought he didn't have that in this. I thought this was a... No, no. He didn't have it in the Marvel Universe. And to, in Prime Universe, he didn't have it until Doc Ock went back and got it for him. Right. But See, he has that it. just shows what a failure Peter Parker is, uh, written by Dan Slott. The Doc Octopus had to finish school for him. <laughs> okay. He's already a doctor. It's in his name. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and... <it's... laughs> All right, all right. Got all it. Right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Dr. Doom is a doctor, by the way. He got his degree from the University of Latveria. Which was his. Well, yeah, just because you own the university doesn't hurt. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, I don't think that's true. Uh, anyway. So last issue, she's kind of butthurt about the stuff. She goes sure. to the drama department trying to find something to do. She sees these two people messing around backstage like, Doing some weird stuff with some chemicals doing or some weird stuff change with some stuff. Chemicals. She's like, what Sounds are you like doing college. there? And then there's an explosion. And then these two losers who you see on the cover, who she's wrestling with there, um, get superpowers. One like starts glowing and has purple energy, and the other like starts looking like a big spiky satyr or something. Sure. This where's issue, this issue, she's like, what are you doing? And the purple's like, ah, oh no, she saw us. They start zapping at her. And so she starts, you know, dodging. And she's like, oh, crud. That just blew my secret identity because, you know, she's not in costume. Mm-hmm. And they're like, whoa, whoa, what up? What are you? And the guy stops from shooting and is like, hey, what's going on? It's like, how did you? You jumped like 20 feet and bounced off the walls. How did you do that? And the guy's like, she mostly got powers too from the explosion. She went, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what happened. That's 
But it turned out, uh, basically, these people are like losers. They're nobodies. They don't fit into society. You know, they feel like they're always on the outside. They're like, hey, you know who else are outsiders? Inhumans and X-Men, right? And like Spider-Man. So if we had powers, we'd be an outsider, but with these cooler outsiders. So we could like hang out. We could like be Avengers or something. That's their plan. Yeah. I don't think it's working out for them. Well, it looks like the, the girl is starting to have some like anger issues. Yeah. And she says that she got the chemicals that caused the explosion and a lot of the powers uh, based on some notes and a bunch of other things that her dad had. And when you look at it, when you see the container, which Spider-Girl doesn't see, or Spinneret, it actually says Oscorp on it. Of course. So, of course, you know, some sort of Green Goblin formula variant. Yep. So so that's going to end really great. That's going to end just, just yeah. badly. Yeah. Uh, this has some neat points in it. Uh, like The interaction between the characters is actually done very nicely. Um, they start like, hey, yeah, we can go be heroes now. we got to go and get costumes and stuff. Yay! And Spinneret starts going through, you know... She's like, because she's like, well, hey, because she's been a superhero for so long. She's like, well, why don't we try this? And she kind of becomes their de facto like leader just because she knows what to do. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, this is kind of nice. You know, people are actually listening to me. And it's not like she knows my parents. And but she has to start hiding this from her parents. She doesn't want to know going on. They're like, what's going on? Yeah. Typical teenage stuff going on with that. Mm-hmm. But the book ends with them with their new costumes uh, taking down uh, a thief, breaking, entering, and uh, of course, you know, Blasty Chick just is about to is threatening to kill him, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, please, remember, please." And she's like, "Yeah, I was just, I was just, I was just scaring him," but they've done a little, dropped a lot of hints that yeah, she's she was gonna do it. She was yeah, definitely she, gonna do it. Yeah, she's a ticking time bomb. Uh, Sater dude seems pretty normal still, except for you know he ruins every piece of clothing that he puts yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he actually can suppress that and look normal. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, he can actually can make everything shrink back in. All right. Yeah, when, when they figure that out, they're like, oh, thank God, now I don't have to explain this to my parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is worse than pimples. Yeah. So <laughs> there's some really neat character beats, some neat things. I don't like the art. I still – the book is very much moved away from being the amazing Spider-Man to being the all, you know, spinneret. All spinneret all the time. Yeah, and – Peter Parker is just kind of this kind of milk toast, derp derp. You know, he's mm. he's the he's the loser dad comic relief. Mm. And this issue, Mary Jane's just barely present. Uh, which has kind of been the trend ever since Jody's taken over. It's like Mary Jane has really kind of had a diminished role. Um, more and more, Peter Parker is just the dorky dad, and it's all about Spinneret. Mm. So I'm not liking that direction necessarily. It's well, not. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not her book. Right. It's not an interesting – it's supposed Did to be about all three of them, really, but it's not. It's all about her, and it's not interesting. Mm. It, like I said, there's some interesting character beats. There's some interesting plus things, but the setup's boring. But overall. Yeah, overall, overall. It's not very exciting. Um, and the art I just do not like. Mm. So with the whole combined total package, it's a two-and-a-half-star book. Okay. I actually kind of liked it, but not enough for me to ever recommend it. It's so, like, really – if anyone said, hey, what's a good Spider-Man book? I'd point at the Miles Morales Spider-Man comic. You know, that's the best one right now. Um, Dan Slott's leaving Amazing Spider-Man, which is good. He's going to be writing Iron Man, 
which is basically what he was doing when he was writing Spider-Man anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah, two and a half stars. Amazing Spider-Man New Year Vows. It was good at one time. Last up. Avengers, number 686. That's a lot of avenging. Written mm -hmm. by Jim Zub, Mark Wade, and Al Hewing. Pencils by Paco Medina. Inks by Juan Flasco. Colors by Jesus and Bertoff. Cover by Mark Brooks. All right. Last issue had the Immortal Hulk whooping the hell out of anyone in his way, destroying like a oh, superpowered oh, yeah. member. Broke a spine. And... Yeah, a, yeah. You know, a mentalist tried to mind control him and just mentally pooped his mental pants. Yep. And <laughs> you never see them again. They're only like mentioned in this book as casualties. Okay? They're done. They are done so. They're out of the game. Those guys are paced. Um, they're on the injured reserve list. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even think they're they're more like in the resurrection reserve list. Okay, they <laughs> they got to wait for their reboots to come back. Um, he's trashing the entirety of the Avengers to get at this pyramid, mm -hmm. and so at the last issue, finished with uh, Red Hulk. In power armor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the power in, armor. In Iron Patriot armor. In Hulk for longer, right? Yeah, ready to stop him. Mm. How do you think out? that went? Nah, not well for him. No, no. it's not. See, that's what, I no. appreciate that. It isn't like, oh wow, he's holding his own. No. No, it starts getting thrashed pretty quick. And so yeah, you brute, and just you know starts using like the repulsor gauntlets and flashing him. Hulk's like, oh, it's like yeah, you like that? That's technology. This grabs it, crush. Bye. Yeah, he smacks him around, then grabs him. And he's like, wait, where do you... And actually absorbs the gamma energy out of the dude. Wow. See, when you... As always with comic books, when you come back to life, you get new powers. Yeah, sure. absorb the gamma energy out of him. Hmm. While this is going on, you see the other Avengers like, oh, hell! Oh, hell! Oh, hell! Ah! Just um, freaking out, not helping. Just, just losing their minds. Right. Well, they're trying to figure out what the hell to do. Um, the Hulk has already destroyed. The legs. <laughs> Sweep the leg, Johnny. Sweep, sweep the, the leg, leg, Johnny. Sweep the leg. <laughs> yeah, in an attempt to sweep the leg, what oh. they decide is, okay, okay, here's what we gotta do. Who the hell can deal with the Hulk? Nobody. They got a plan. Well, they need to get someone in there to distract the Hulk and someone to grab all the people he's nearly killed and get them out of there. Okay. And who's they who's the two, guinea pig distractor? They got they gotta get two people. And so it, what happens is Scarlet Witch says, okay, I need volunteers to Step go into back. stasis. <laughs> well, to go into stasis ain't a bad volunteer. So basically... Oh, no, no, yeah. But you, know, you can still get hurt in stasis. We found that yeah. out. Right. So you know, the Hulk can still squish you into pace. Right, but it's not your fault at that point. Well, no, and you won't feel it, hopefully. 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 <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> so Brother Voodoo says, hey, I'll volunteer for this. It's like, are you sure? It's like, yeah, you know, let's do this. Yeah, so yeah. she puts this place. She puts Brother Voodoo under... And pulls Vision out. Okay. Because Vision could become have, is not invulnerable and can go okay. intangible so he can't be hurt. Sure. So, so Vision, so you see Hulk's about to like crush the general's head now that he's just a skinny old man. Sure. Vision flies through him like he's like, ah, icky. And uh, he drops the general. And then Quicksilver, who's beat to crap, runs yes. through and grabs everyone. 
Wow, he can still see with uh, with all the swollenness. He's had supermedics working on him. Oh, okay, gotcha. So you know, he runs through and grabs him. He's not like ha ha. He's like oh, god. but you know, he's, he's like oh god, my ribs. Yeah, he's like oh god, my everything. But he manages to get through and grab everyone. Right. Um, and then the fight between Vision and Hulk starts, and it I gotta say, Paco Medina, Juan Flasco, Jesus Bruno, the artist just did a fantastic job of this fight. It, every scene just drips with action. Every punch you feel it. It's a it's sweet. And the whole time like Hulk's going rah rah rah, and the Vision's like. You see, this is not how it's going to work. I'm just going to do this. See, unfortunately, your beast-like intellect, you cannot understand what's happening, how your punches cannot hurt my invulnerable form, how I can turn tangibly can't hurt me. And other people are watching him do this. Dude, and, stop Stop with the schooling. Just beat him already. Right. And then Vision like reaches his hand into Hulk's head, and people are like, all right, now he's, just, now he's going to make it solid, it's like, solid and knock him out. And then as soon as he goes solid, Hulk goes, bam, and hits him right in the head. And crushes his skull. Oh, no. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. As soon as he goes solid, which means his hand went solid, too. Hulk don't care. Hulk, Hulk's, got a, Hulk's got an android <laughs> hand in his head. He don't care. Yeah, pretty much. Hulk, Hulk is Honey Badger right now. Okay. Gotcha. Hulk is honey in full badger. Honey Badger mode. You know, as he starts. <laughs> his thing is he doesn't Honey go, Badger Hulk. We yeah. got to start that. Hashtag Honey Badger Hulk. He doesn't even get Twitter. him fully solid. He's like start half tangible. Hulk, bam, just crushes him. And you're not sure how bad it is until all of a sudden you see in the other room brother voodoo pop out of stasis and scarlet witch goes wait that should have happened i didn't release the oh god what happened to vision <laughs> vision's waiting dead. for a reboot yeah. yeah there you go vision's done vision's done so vision's done hulk is not giving any craps right now no no so Hulk killed Vision, uh, yep. and as he's walking away from Vision, he's like, "Huh, unthinking beast, huh?" It's like, "Oh hell, he's smart too." Oh crap! So he's got Banner's intellect and pure rage, and he, ah, <laughs> oh, this is full on Hulk, and I love it. Be, uh, it's just done. It's written very well. Because at yeah. first you think, "Oh, he's just you know, rah rah, super savage Hulk," and then after that, you're like, "Oh, he was waiting for Vision to do that." He was waiting for Vision to try that crap. He was letting he was suckering him in. He was doing the rope a dope. Like derp derp, I keep trying punch. Alright, good, you're going solid now. Bow. Ah. And that while that's happening, the other members of Challenger's team start running in to try and get the pyramid as well. And there's only two people in the way to stop them. Living lightning and cannonball. Wait, why is Rogue on the cover? Cause, cause she's hot. Oh come on, she doesn't. She isn't. This. Why right. are you okay? I thought by now you would know. If it's on the cover, it's probably not in the book. You think you'd throw everyone at the Hulk? You know, not just not. not she's just too far vision. away. They're trying to get her there, and they they do have a teleporter. At least most Avengers still think she's on their team. Um. Voyager, who is still in the vault with the pyramid, mm-hmm. um, whose father, the game master's grandmaster, is Bantley Contier. I I need you to get back in the game. I, I need you to help me out here. And she's like, screw off. You're not my boss. She still isn't doing anything. She's still like, ooh, eek Hulk. Because yep. she's kind of tired, I guess. Because as soon as the Hulk touches his pyramid, Challenger, the Challenger wins. wins. 
Right. Yep. That's bad for everyone. So she could at least move to a different location. I, no one knows what well, her plan is it was really bringing bad it there. For everyone? I mean, the, the 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 stakes haven't really been. You know, what's he really gonna do? I well, mean, he's only he, really pissed off at the. Right, but because the world, the Earth is one of Grandmaster's favorite worlds, he's gonna he's gonna glass it as soon as he wins. Uh, maybe. Yeah. No, he already said that. Oh, he said that. He's okay, gonna destroy the Earth that. just to piss him off. Okay, then that's bad. Right. Yeah, it's bad for us. That's where I keep okay, my stuff. Good. All right, good. Um, so that's going on. Living Lightning and Cannonball have to try and stop Black Swan and Proxima Midnight. They they don't do great at that, but they try. Mm-hmm. And Cannonball, man, he has such potential. I mean, Cannonball actually is insanely tough. I know, but he just finds a way to fail every he time. He does. That's part of his charm. I don't know why. Depends on the writer. The while the during the Hulk stuff, are uh, they're saying that these some Hulks like Hedra and the Pyramid, like we need to get there fast. While and Quicksilver goes down, he's like the the blue light. It's I could see it. It's actually just moving so fast. So that's some sort of clue, I guess. They're gonna get to break out of the stasis. Like you just have to be able to see how fast it's going, then to be able to stop it. Because no one realized. Because it might just be. Like a single thing moving so fast that no one else can see it because they aren't uh-huh. speedsters. Sure. So he might have like finally given them the clue as he passed out. Um, so the only person, so Wonder Man, Simon Williams, was like, well, if I convert to pure ionic energy, I'll be fast enough to get there. They're like, well, well, if you do that, you might never be able to go back to human again. Remember, you had that problem earlier. It's like, well, if I can't well, and I dissipate and die, it'll be, it won't be bothering people anymore. They're like, God, oh, Wonder Man, why are you such a douche? Why are you a downer? Well, yeah, say he's that. always he's been a downer for. Wonder a Man's long been time. a downer for, yeah, his for entire like conception, pretty much. Well, no, in, in, no. in the very beginning he was no. just a douche. He wasn't in, a downer. No, he was still a downer in the very beginning. Well, actually, well, in the very he, beginning he, he was, was a actor. villain. You know, he was he was arrogant and all that stuff, and and then he got all crappy. Well, he was a villain, and he's actually then he became a redeemed villain, and then he died. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as he got, mm-hmm. he redeemed and died. Sure. And then his brain patterns were used as the basis for vision, and then he got brought back from the dead. Uh, long story. Yep. So he turns to pure ionic energy, runs, flies, rushes out there. The Hulk's getting near the pyramid. He's tearing open the door. Everyone's like, oh, no. And he flies in front of him, and Ghost Hulk says, hey, Bruce, how about we talk about this? And that's where it ends. Oh, he he actually got to be solid again. He's not just doing it. It looks like he form. turned solid again. Okay. All right. And he goes in front of Hulk and says, hey, how about we talk about this? Which no one else has honestly tried. And I actually kind of like because that's Wonder Man is a pacifist right now. Mm-hmm. And even the previous fights, he's actually been very useful defending people and like blocking attacks. Well, you know. yeah, I mean, that that's just pretty much his power is being almost invulnerable and super strong. That's pretty right, much it. Right. And so I like how he actually tries to use, like no one else has tried just talking to the guy yet. Right. Honestly, it might end with like the next comic might begin with pop. And then he keeps walking, but at least he's trying. And, and right. I liked that. It definitely showed his character. Oh, and if, if you're going to put someone in front of the Hulk, have it be the immortal guy. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they tried that with vision. Well, Vision, you know, actually, uh, in in the game, I think uh, he has immortality. 
that the yeah in, in the Marvel Supers game he might yeah the Marvel Super, he has yeah he has immortality so yeah but yeah, the guy who's actually immortal in front of the Hulk you know even if it's just a speed bump right and that's kind of what Vision ended up being was a speed bump speed bump exactly it was right, a highly yeah. entertaining fight that was a great fight right. um so nice action this issue. A lot of drama. It was a really great representation of an absolutely monstrous, unstoppable force. And it just keeps getting worse. That you, it's like, oh, well, he's a beat. No, he, that won't stop him. Oh, wait, nope. That, and you just start realizing how insanely powerful he is. Um, really enjoyed this issue. It was like nonstop action the whole time without constant punching. But you always felt something driving. You just want to keep turning the next page. What happens? What happens? What happens? Art was solid. Just firing all cylinders. I'm going to give it four and a half stars. Just short right. of five. Really, really love this issue. The ending isn't really a cliffhanger, but it's one that I was like, oh my god! Because it actually looks like, like he's stopping and considering talking to him. Doesn't mean the next panel isn't him punching him. But if the Hulk has shown that he actually is rational right now, he's shown he's yep. thinking, so talking to him actually might be the only way to stop him. Or at least convince him to go somewhere else. Or slow him down long enough for someone else to come up with a better plan. Or, yeah, for someone else to touch the pyramid or move it somewhere. Something, Stop, anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, four and a half stars. Really like this book. Okay, good. Yes. I'm very excited about this. I'm curious where the Avengers series is going to go. There's all sorts of stuff going on with them previewing the new teams. So we'll see. Next panel, Hulk sobbing. I just want to be liked. Hulk just want <laughs> hugs. No one give me hugs. They just give me punch. Or he'll say something like, "Does it not bequeath a man to wish for the companionship of those he loved? To not, in fact, have rage inspired by feelings of betrayal committed upon him? Is not even my memory kept sacrosanct that my grave be undefiled?" See, you went serious. <laughs> I don't went joke. I don't went. If you prick me, do I not? Ble- oh wait, no, I don't. No, I don't, because I'm the. That would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want more Garthon, you can always check it out on YouTube uh, with my old comic polls check out old reviews you can also check my team ups as mentioned earlier Star Trek Online Secret World Legends Warframe with Heathen Dog uh, streaming Warframe at 9.30 cent, uh, Eastern Time 8.30 Central Standard on right. Sundays of the Warframes uh, Past Dreams Final Fantasy XIV Banner Saga that was fun that was that was, it was, that, good it was a lot of gut punches uh, and War Machine Tactics, and no. check out the current team up. And as always, comment, review. If you disagree with my comic ratings, let me know. If you actually think that Tom King is the greatest thing ever to happen to Batman, let me know why. I need to so understand can, that kind so of insanity. So we can find all of your social media and, and talk to you about it on all of the platforms. No, I would just refer you to you know mental counseling services. But, you know, <laughs> a lot of people love Tom King. A lot He's of, got a job. Somebody likes you know, him. Yeah, that that's great. That's just a lot of people love Batman versus Superman. I'm not saying yeah. any of those are right. Yeah. And a lot of people like Blood Sausage too. They do. All right. Yeah, a lot of people out there. So as always, remember more Garthon, more comic pull. Caught like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think, and we'll get back to you on that. Awesome. Hashtag Honey Badger Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make that a thing. <laughs> Hulk doesn't care. Hulk doesn't give a f. So, oh look, he's pulping that guy's face. Oh, he's nasty. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, the vision's dead. What? Oh. 
Is he eating the vision? A oh, Hulk doesn't care. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, we have a special RNG today. This this one is uh, near and dear to Garthon's heart because he owns a Wii and I don't. I own, own a Wii. four Wiis. He owns four Wiis. I own zero Wiis. I only have so. two of them set up. Okay. So, RNG. Uh, the Wii, the much maligned Wii. The Wii's actually not a bad system. Your grandparents probably bought one to play Wii Sports, and that's all they ever did. Because they love that bowling. That's fine. Uh, but the actual greatest thing about the Wii is the virtual console. <laughs> Wii, 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 all the way home. Yeah. Um, so the virtual console is a service in the Wii. It's a whole, whole little channel. You can go there on the Nintendo shop and buy... a. The exciting thing is games for older systems that are emulated on the Wii nearly perfectly. In some cases, like the N64, better than they looked on the Nintendo 64. Or nice. better than they looked well, on the Well, yeah. I mean, the, the Wii, everyone says, is the weakest of the current systems. But well, the Wii's not a current system. N64. The Wii's two generations Compar down. Okay. But still, the 64 is below that. Right. Uh, the Wii was mainly loved, had gimmicky motion controls. It's basically two GameCube smushed together. I know some people debate that, but basically that's what it is. Okay. The... But Nintendo has announced the end of the Wii Shop channel, which means you will no longer be able to get these virtual console games. Now, these virtual console games are exciting because they not only have old Nintendo games, old NES, Super Nintendo, N64, but also Sega Master System, Sega Genesis. Um, Sega CD. No. Yeah, Sega CD. There's some Sega CD yeah. games on there. Uh, Neo Geo games. Direct arcade yeah. ports. Direct arcade games. Yes. Per wow. Direct arcade emulation. Direct from the companies. Um, also, WiiWare games, which are smaller, sometimes indie games, sometimes from major publishers, but they're smaller games that are not really worth the physical release by their standards, but you could drop it here and get it. And some of these are fantastic. Now, that sounds great, but your ability to... The console is getting shut down. Now, the console is getting shut down on the 31st of January 2019. But the ability to add... Wii points to buy and download these games ends March 26th. Two days. Two days. Two days. So at when that happens, you will not be able to, even though the games will still be there, you can't download them. Right. And after after uh, January 31st, 2019, if you haven't downloaded download them already, you can't. And if something happens to your Wii or your SD card or whatever, it's just gone. It's gone. It's gone. Which kind of sucks, but that's that's the risk you take when getting digital, fully digital games. That's why I always yes. try and get a physical copy of everything I always can. Always try and get physical copies. Yeah. But I want to talk about this because there are some great games on this console that you can get either the next nowhere, either nowhere else, or for so insanely much cheaper than than actual buying the real console, the retro console and system for it. That this is still the way to go, even with the risk of it getting shut down. If you have a Wii and you love games, you need to pay attention to this kind of thing. Okay, let's go. Let's I've it. chosen four games. Go for now, it. the reason I chose these four, one is one per system. There's more than four systems representative, but of course, yeah. didn't want to go too long. I'm choosing four games, one from each system. The reason I chose these games is one, I think they're awesome. Two, they either are not available in America or they're so insanely expensive they might as well not they might as well not be available. And that's so. This is where you need to get them, and you need to get them soon, because they're not available on the Wii U, 
uh, virtual console. The Switch doesn't have a virtual console, so they are available nowhere else. Got it. So this is what you got to do. All right. First up. Ah! Wii Virtual Console shut down. Garthon's persistent must-haves. All right. I love the kapow. <laughs> so, first up. N64. Sin and Punishment. Rawr. That's a heck of a game. All right. So, Sin and Punishment was developed by Treasure. Published by Nintendo for the N64. Released in Japan the 21st November 2000. Never released in America. Uh, wow. The action type, it's an arcade-type rail shooter. So basically, your character runs around. You can't control where they move. You basically move your crosshairs around, shoot things. But right. while that's going on, you also have to dodge. You have to uh, engage physical Duck attacks. And, dodge and, stuff. Yeah, yeah. and they do some, in the later levels, they do some crazy stuff where you're running around girders and things going on all over the place. Um, this game is just insanely good. Treasure is known as kind of a weird developer. They have made some of the greatest games ever, like Gunstar Heroes for the uh, Genesis. Okay. Which, if I was going to recommend a game for every system, that would Gunstar Heroes would be on the list for the Genesis. Um, Got it. Because that's pretty expensive to get. So this is definitely a game to get. Uh, not very well known. Only released in Japan. If you wanted to physically buy this game, it's 75 bucks on wow. eBay. If you want a loose copy, you know, without the box or manual, anything, for still 42 bucks. Still a lot. Still a pretty good amount of money. Uh, Wii point cost is 1,200 uh, Wii shop points. That's 12 bucks. So you're saving quite bucks. a bit of cash there for an absolutely fantastic game. Who, even if you had it on the N64, doesn't look nearly this good. Because <laughs> the N64 makes everything blurry. Because uh, right. they have automatic anti-lazy on everything. It makes things look like crap. Um it runs faster, well, it doesn't run faster, it runs smoother, runs better. This is really the way to get this game, and I highly cannot recommend this game enough. It's one of the more expensive games on it, on the Virtual Console. It's the most expensive one I'm recommending in this list, at 1,200 wow. points. But it's an absolutely bucks. fantastic game. You do not want it's to miss out on this It's the most expensive game on the list for 12 bucks. Yes. Wow. All right. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. Dropping those points, I at least get this game. Well, actually, no. This is... They're, these are actually in order of how I recommend them. So of the four recommending, this is the lowest tier. But still, of the N64, in my opinion, you can't get this anywhere else. Not easily. And even if you got the Japanese version, you need a Japanese N64. You need to work on all that crap. So, uh, Duncan says, on Maze Tender could find a way to work this going. It's a nightmare uh, precedent to set on the newer hardware. Yeah. Um, honestly, the one thing that's so exciting about the emulation of this game on the Virtual Console is that even on the... There are emulators on computers for just about everything. The N64 emulator scene is not that good. So there is really no good N64 emulator. This is the best. This is it. And it's going away. So definitely pick up Sin and Punishment. Okay. What else Next. you got? Contra Rebirth. Oh, I love Contra. Ah, this is a WiiWare game. That means it was never released for any system. This was only released on the Wii. On the Virtual for Console the for the Wii. It's not available on the Wii U Virtual Console, not available anywhere else. Developed by M2, published by Konami, released 7th September 2009. It's a run and gun. If you're familiar with Contra, sure. you, you know this game. 
especially Contra 3, which is mainly based off. It's 1,000 Wii points, so that's 10 bucks. Actual game cost, unavailable. Can't get it anywhere else. This is it, and it's going away. Um, this game is what Contra wants to be. It is wow. beautiful in its simplicity and its complexity at the same time. If you've played the NES Contra, which if you're around 40, Everyone you probably has. have, yeah. it's, or even the arcade version, had an arcade version as well, it looks beautiful under the new system. The mechanics are generally the same. There's no Konami code, no extra lives. <laughs> but it is a fantastic game. Uh, you can generally get extra lives by killing stuff. The mm. has a convoluted storyline about aliens from outer space coming and... Alright, just to give you an example, like you're going to start seeing soon in the video. The opening level is... Your guy waking up from a coma with no memory of being told, hey, you're a Contra and you got to fight the aliens. And they're like, yeah, sure, why not? So you grab your giant gun and you're in a space station. And outside the window, you see this weird, like, giant, uh, what are they called, tackle worms? Crazy, evil, giant alien thing running around and you're shooting, you're going through the level. And as you're doing this, everything is beautifully realized. It looks fantastic. But it doesn't go too hard in, like, the two, uh, 2.5D like showing 3D sprites in our 2D background, which can get confusing. Sure. It doesn't try and mess around with an isometric view to make it hard to do your jumps. It looks like an updated Contra game. It plays like an updated Contra game. It's fantastic. The game, actually, all your weapons for the other Contras are there. Homie missiles, lasers, spread shot. And they start doing these amazing things at the levels. Like, you start in the space station, and as you go through, the boss blows up the space station, so you ride the wreckage down, platform across the wreckage while fighting the boss. Nice. You know, at one part you're hanging from a helicopter, shooting things. It's That Schwarzenegger ah. level awesomeness right Oh, there. It's, it's insane action movie awesomeness. You're amazed it got created. Um, there's actually two other Rebirth games that Konami, the M2 developed and Konami published. Um, Castlevania Adventure Rebirth, which is a total reimagining of the Game Boy Castlevania games. So it's in that world, but everything looks way better, runs way better. It's, it's awesome. T levels are totally different. And also Gradius Rebirth, which if you've played the Gradius games, it's like that, but better. But of those, of all the WiiWare games, Contra Rebirth, just so freaking fantastic. Uh, Ten bucks, you can't get anywhere else. It's going away. If you enjoy running guns, this is one of the best made in the last few years. So, yes. Need a drink. All right. All right. Next. Let's stop playing that video. For the Genesis, Musha. Oh, Musha. Musha is one of those games that everyone talks about. Developed by Compile, uh, published by Seismic, released in 1991 for the Sega Genesis. It's a shoot-em-up. It's a shooter. You fly around in your mecha in a vertical shooter, and you shoot the hell out of things. Costs 800 sure. repoints. Actual game cost in box is $595. Are you kidding me? Not kidding. Wow. A loose... Uh, a loose cart with a torn-up label is 195 bucks. Not a lot of copies of this were sold. It was made at the end of the Genesis life cycle. People are already going other places... A lot of people never even heard of the game until years after it came out. In fact, when it first came out, it didn't even get great reviews. But, going back to it, it is one of the best shooters made. Um, 
you fly around in your ro in your robot. You could redirect your weapons. The the shooting is smooth and fast paced, but still doable. Um, it has a uh, feudal Japan slash techno setting as you're sure. going through and blowing up uh, techno versions of Odie and stuff like that. It's really just it has cutscenes that are rendered beautifully um, in 16-bit graphics. The whole thing is just an incredible package you're not going to find anywhere else. And like I said, even if you find the cart, you need to get, hook it up to your TV on your old-school Genesis. And even on top of that, if you want it to look even half as good as this, you're going to have to invest in a lot of RGB mods um, and uh, upscalers for your television. That's going to be a few hundred bucks worth of hardware to make it look as good as it does on a console for 800 points to 8 bucks. 8 bucks! For one of the best shooters ever made. You just cannot miss out on this one. It's That's why it's... Of the four, this is number two of my recommendation list. Wow. Just... Musha is a fantastic shooter. You cannot go wrong with it. If you don't like shooters, I guess you can go wrong. If you just hate all shooters. But this is one of the best ever made. And this is going away. This is the only place you can get... Well, you can get a Genesis emulator. But, legally... This is the only place you can get it for a decent price, and it's going away. It's not on the Wii U Got console. It. It's nowhere else. Uh, Got so, it. Okay. Lucia. Who's, who's, who's the number one slot? I can't wait. Number one slot. All right. Who's the grand winner. The grand winner, the one I think is the one you should need to get, absolutely, is for the TurboGrafx-16 Castlevania Rondo of Blood. Okay, that's a really cool title. That is a cool title. <laughs> yes. Uh, for those who want to know, a rondo is a musical form with a recurring leading theme, often found in the final movement of a sonato or concerto. Well, thank you. Yeah, they love their music references. So, Castlevania Rondo of Blood, also known as Dracula X, uh, developed by Konami, published by Konami, released 29th of October 1993. It's an adventure platformer. If you're familiar at all with Castlevania... You're, you're familiar with the game. You're familiar with this game. 900 Wii points. If you want to buy the nice. actual game, it's $175. Loose is 155 That's just a That's disc. That's not much difference. No. You get the case every $175. Never released in America. Never hmm. released in Europe. Only released in Japan. There is a Super Nintendo version, which is crap. It's yeah. basically a downscaled. Levels are missing. Everything looks like hell. You know, any reference, any blood or crucifixes they pulled out of the game. Um, mm. This game is also the direct uh, prequel to Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which is one of the best PlayStation games ever made. Symphony of okay. the Night is a masterpiece, and this game is almost as good. Um, this is the best Turbo Graphics game, in my opinion. The. Uh, the platforming action is fantastic. Everything works perfectly. The bosses are beautifully rendered and done. And there's all these little touches throughout the whole game. The ambiance by the music and the environments just flow so well. And you wonder how they're able to get the Turbo Graphics to pump out the graphics it does in this. Um, hey, Turbo Graphics, it pumps it up fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the name, sure. Well, actually, this isn't even like a, it's not even a hue card. This actually is a Turbo Graphics disc, so you'd actually need like a Turbo Duo or Turbo Graphics and the disc player, and that's going to run you like two, three hundred bucks on its own, right? If you'd already own that. So right. add that to the cost of the game if you're trying to get this, or nine bucks worth of Wii, Wii points. I mean, yep. that right. that's a no-brainer. 
think if you like Castlevania at all, you need this game. And if you enjoy action platformers, you need this game. This is one of those missing, like, mythical games that you never see because it's only released in Japan. And this is the only way to legally get it. Got you it. can emulate it, but it doesn't work as well. And it also with the little touches, things like in a boss fight, even after, after you kill the boss, you have, like, one more move where they try and get you. Sometimes it doesn't hit, sometimes it does. But it just shows that little touches like, you know... Uh, they still try, like the Minotaur will try one last swipe with his axe and it charges at you before it falls to death, to his death. You know, just little things. And especially if you play Symphony of the Night, Symphony of the Night actually, like, as soon as you beat Dracula, you know, in this game and it ends, Symphony of the Night for the PlayStation starts with you fighting this, the boss Dracula in this game. That's where it starts. So that's how direct a sequel it is. And for the graphics they pump out is like I said, it's just amazing. The sprite work is beautiful. The artwork is beautiful. And for 900 points, it's it's an absolute, I would say, you got two days. And after that, it's gone. It's nowhere else. So that is it for Garthon's wrap-up. RNG? Yeah, that's Garthon's RNG. If you have any comments let me know. Yeah, the no. virtual console is shutting down, and it really is a shame, because I've only just scratched the surface. There are so many honorable mentions I could throw in here. Um, Shining Force 1, Shining Force 2, Ogre Battle, Ogre Battle 64 um, for role-playing games. They also have Final Fantasy 2, Final Fantasy 3, Final Fantasy 1. There's all... Um, also, I didn't even get to mention arcade boards. Um, the arcade version of Golden Axe is available on there. And it is, let me look at the cost, 900 points for Golden Axe. The Genesis version of Golden Axe sucks. Every version of Golden Axe they've ever put out on a disc sucks. The arcade is insanely good. And with this version, you can do the arcade three-player and play through Golden Axe. Really? Uh, Dr. Isis, Ogre Battle 64 was a gem. It was. Ogre Battle 64 is freaking fantastic. And you could get it for 800 points. Uh, 1,000 for 64. Yeah, 60, 10 bucks. For a game, that uh, Ogre Battle 64, if you try to buy it, is about 80 bucks. Mm. Without the box. Or 10 bucks. And it's going away, and you can't get it anywhere else. There's all these fantastic things. Um, all these arcade... Uh, Shinobi! The original Shinobi arcade oh, version, which you can't get anywhere else. That's uh, 800 points. 8 bucks. Wow. Yeah, and that's an arcade only, and none of the remakes or anything... Are the arcade version. You can't get the arcade version. This is the only place. Um, you could probably buy the old arcade game. That would run you... Well, if you get a full cabinet, it's going to be over $1,000. Yeah. Uh, if you get just the board... Uh, I'm not sure what that's running for right now. For a while, it was running like 200 bucks. It might be like 600 now. Arcade boards have really shut up in price recently. I used to buy arcade boards. Uh, back 20 years ago, I was buying arcade boards... Um, and they were like 200 bucks each, and now some of those boards are a couple thousand dollars, which sucks. Mm. They're, they're not worth that much. Um, they shouldn't be worth that much, but, you know. So, yeah, just, this is really is kind of a shame it's going away. It's possible the Virtual Console shows back up on the Switch. But yeah, even, but I'm not it, a big fan of the Switch, so. I like the Switch. Yeah. It's all right. I hated the commercials. The mm. console's actually not bad. 
Did, did, did they fix the scratching screen problem when you dock and undock? Why would I ever dock and undock it? Why would you ever dock it at all, you mean? or No, just I just leave it in or... the dock. Oh, you do? Yeah, I don't use it as a Oh, that's why you never actually take it out and play it. Yeah, I never take it out a, to scratch you know, it with this. Oh, okay, then you don't have that problem. No, I don't. Uh, many, many, uh, there's a whole lot of... Yeah, I can see how you can scratch it out, because that dock does not look like it's made to gently create, to gently no, put it, it in there. No, it doesn't gently, it actually scratches the sides of the screen. Yeah, it looks like eventually. it would. Yeah, it looks yeah. like it would. Unless you're super careful every time you put it in, which right. kids aren't going to be. No, no. Well, even 20 something, no one's going to be. I mean, come on. You, you can't be careful every time. Fair enough. Make sure you're going to get comfortable. Yeah. <clears throat> so. All right. Yeah. Well, that was great. Thanks yeah. a lot, man. I yeah, mean, like I said, this, like I said, I, we, I it's me, going away. Final chance. Uh, one thing that does suck about adding Wii points, though, is that, of course, you can't just say. I need these two 800-point games. I need 1,600 points. Nah, you got to buy 2,000 points. Yep. That's what they do. Um, so today I dumped, you know, I bought 50 bucks of points, and I'm, uh, I got a year to spend them. But I'm making sure that, uh, yeah, to download them. But I, I need, if you have any thought of maybe getting one of these, you got two days to buy the points. Yes, because after two days, I mean, you're, you're done. Yep. You're done. I mean, they, they could be there, and yep. you could you could touch them. You could almost touch them. Yep. But, but you, you won't be able them. to. And honestly, Unless you had the money. You could buy a Wii from a used, not GameStop, but your friendly local used game store. Every town has plenty of them now. You could, or even eBay. Well, you wouldn't get it in time. But you could buy a Wii system for like thirty bucks, mm -hmm. maybe fifty, if it has like two remotes. Uh, Wii's are not expensive because Nintendo sold millions of them. They're everywhere. They're everywhere because people, most people have gotten rid of them. Like I said, any day I could walk into a Goodwill and pull a Wii out. Any day. And usually they're four. fine. So, uh, considering the cost of some of these games, like Musha, at like mm. 600 bucks, yeah. Yeah, it's worth buying a 30 buck Wii. And spent and putting ten bucks in virtual console to buy it. Got You're it. not going to see it again for that price. But that's just my opinion. It's a good one. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. So that is hashtag it for the Honey R Badger Hulk. Hashtag Honey Badger Hulk. That's it for the RNG <laughs> this week. Unless you got anything more, Heathen Dog. No, that was awesome. I loved it. I had videos. You did. <laughs> All right, and don't forget, everyone, you can also see Max Leo and Elgarian, uh, oh, our yes. other proud and exciting. And handsome members of the Legion of Myth. Wink. <laughs> well, not more handsome than us, but you know. Well, no, of course As not. As a group, you know. But, but, uh, I just I just got some news uh, just a little while ago during the stream mm -hmm. over, over Discord mm -hmm. that uh, Elgarian had bought a fancy, shiny new webcam. Ah. So he, starting, starting uh, his next stream, which I believe is, what, Tuesday? His next scheduled stream is yeah, on Tuesday, Tuesday. but he, yep. he, yeah, he might he might stream before then because he streams whenever the heck he feels like it. Uh, he will have his beautiful mug. Beautiful. Because he is a beautiful man. Well, on the inside. No, he, I say all around. Oh, really? Oh, okay. all, all around. Generous. Well, he makes me makes me think strange things. All right. Ooh. So make sure you can check out Max Leo's streams on Fridays. He's going through Grim Dawn. Uh, Skeleton of Blight, Fiend Squad. Not attracting many viewers, 
So you may switch games. Let Max know. Um, I it's it's fun to watch. I mean, I you know what? I can I can understand why 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 someone would not like this because you're not actually doing your army is doing all the fighting. He's got he's got eight skeletons. He's got a giant bloated uh, blight fiend that like like uh, spurts poison in everybody. And they do all the fighting while he's while he loots the bodies behind them, you know. That's what he does. Yeah. Well, it might just be you know the game itself. You know, who knows? It probably yeah. is the game itself because Max is fun to watch. Um, but yeah, also on YouTube there's 39 episodes of Surviving Mars. Yes. Uh, Doug Knight's last one hit the final RNG from him is he's on the last leg of his next uh, Star Trek's uh, Starfleet Security Forces mission in the Star Trek Foundry. Uh, some major right and left was going well, so it might be ready in a week or two. Oh, awesome! That is awesome. And we should be hopefully done with uh with mirror wars no we won't <laughs> but what uh duncan once you once 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 you finish it we will play it even if we're still on mirror yeah, we'll wars take a we'll take four. a mirror wars break yeah. we'll take a mirror wars break I'll, I'll i'll go back to the tailor and take off the goatee just for you we'll do that we're willing to do that uh also make sure like just talk about elgari and check in the streams to shroud the avatar for sick and virtues now in beta release mm-hmm Oh wait, I thought it was uh, I thought it was pushed. I thought it was still in beta. It's it's there. It's on Steam. Buy it. Play it. Yeah. Uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays at nine Central Standard Time. Uh, check out his soda links. Shroud uh, role players of the Avatar, a great role playing resource for all players to yes. shroud the Avatar. And and come on, shroud the Avatar is fantastic for role players. And it is. soda it's help. Role players dream. Yep. Sodahelp.org for all your help needs with shroud the Avatar because there's a lot going on there, kids. The premier shroud the Avatar sites. Elgarian's the shortest of this. He wouldn't lie. No. No. He's an upstanding guy. He is. All right. So any final words or comments, Heathen Dog? Uh, go to Twitter right now. I want you to – I want everyone here who's listening to this to pause and uh, open up a, another web page. Go, go to Twitter. Get a picture of the Hulk and type in hashtag Honey Badger Hulk. <laughs> Hulky Badger. Right now. Do it. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for watching. Hope you had a good time. Check out our streaming schedule every single day of the week. We got something for you. Uh, we got the team up on Sunday. On Monday, Heathen Dog is doing. What are you doing right now? Overlord still. Overlord, yeah. I, uh, I finally got to work. Yep. It was. Yep. It was last week. It was not doing well. It was not. Me, but I got the triple A was entertaining though. Just. Oh yeah. Just watching you play uh, the Axis and Allies version, I, I was able to relate to Heathen Dog a story of how twenty something years ago. My girlfriend at the time, now my wife, uh, bought me Axis and Allies on CD. I was like, oh boy, on CD, yeah. I put, I installed it, I started a game, and like the second roll against me was five dice that needed a that needed a one or two, and it got four ones, and I went, ha ha, and I uninstalled the game. Because, <laughs> well, I, I didn't, I played for like another couple rounds, but all the rolls were like that, except mine, which are always fives and sixes. I'm, nope. Yes. This is done. Nope, we're done. This sucks. <laughs> it's like, yep. no matter what my strategy is, it doesn't matter. So I was done at that point. Ah, so I found it funny to see that. Not exactly as bad, but it was funny. But so anyway, every day of the week, check it out. Wednesday, Friday the Avatar. Thursday, team up. Got Heathen Dog. Warframe. Friday, 12 no, 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 no. Warframe Sunday. It's Star Trek Thursday, Online. Thursday, Star Trek Online. Very good. I was testing you. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm glad you passed. Friday, uh, Max Leo is doing Grim Dawn. Or, 
Or if you throw a comment up, uh, suggest a game. Yeah. He might have it. If he doesn't have it, he might get it. Star Control 2. Wait, what's this with the puppets? Three. Was Star Control 3 with the puppets? I don't recall. I think it was. That's what you should do. That would be fantastic. So, and also, Garthon's comic poll and Heathen Dogma in the live stream. Saturday night. Yeah, good time. So, everyone, thank you very much for watching. Hope you had a good time, either live or on YouTube. And, of course, if you're watching YouTube, make sure to comment, like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you're thinking, what you think we can do better or worse. And, as always, you can follow us on Twitch at slash Legion of Myth. Go to YouTube. Look up Legion of Myth. Go on Reddit slash r slash Legion of Myth. Go to our Facebook page. Ask us questions there. See what we're thinking. We'll see what you're thinking. Tweet us at Legion of Myth. Go to our Discord channel. Join our Steam group at steamcommunity.com slash group slash Legion of Myth. And as always, the audio version of this is available through SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, and fine podcast aggregators everywhere. Thanks for everyone in the chat. Thanks, Duncan. Thanks for talking with us today. Have a good night. As always, you can support uh, the Legion of Myth and all of our endeavors through many means. Through a Patreon subscription, patreon.com slash Legion of Myth. Through a Streamlabs donation, twitch.streamlabs.com slash Legion of Myth. Directly through PayPal, paypal.me slash Legion of Myth. Giddy our gear at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Impress your friends, intimidate your enemies, attract those you wish to attract with your Legion of Myth official gear. And of course, you can cheer us through Twitch when you're watching live. Hashtag Honey Badger Hulk. <laughs> We'd like to thank our, our <laughs> top donors. Uh, Baldahar, Kaigan Starfish, Sean Butts, This Guy O, Treasure 21, Page Hicks 206, Sheriff and Algarian. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate your donations. Oh, so very much through the Twitch cheers. On Trevor, on Trey 21, Spectrefire, Baldahar. Thank you all so much. You make this keep happening. As always, be sure to like, follow, subscribe. Remember, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great journal and on.